This podcast is solely for the attention of institutional, professional, qualified, or sophisticated investors and distributors. Hi everyone, today we are going to talk about the digital sector and more specifically mergers and acquisitions in this sector, which has been regularly in the news in recent years. The subject of acquisitions of young companies by much larger companies has raised a lot of concern, particularly in the past decade. Theoretically, the company that acquires can put an end to the innovations of the target company, this is called a killer acquisition, increase its market share in other segments with the acquisition, and thus discourage innovations for possible newcomers in this sector. Overall, these theories share the concern that acquisitions of young dynamic firms reduce innovations, reduce competition, and strengthen the acquirer's market position. Obviously, these fears relate to mergers and acquisitions in all sectors, but have been concentrated in the digital sectors in recent years. It must be said that the five dominant digital platforms, Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft, the so-called GAFAMs, have purchased hundreds of companies in recent years. And this is what led the political authorities to work on the issue. For instance, we could talk about the report of the Antitrust Subcommittee of the House of Representatives in the US, published in October 2020, which specifically dealt with the cases of Google, Apple, Facebook and Amazon, and concluded that these companies have become the kind of monopolies we last saw in the era of oil barons and railroad tycoons. Academic often underlined that the particular nature of digital platforms, where net network effects are very important, drive them to acquire potential new rivals. The acquisitions of the GAFAMs are very often in the news, but apart from a few resounding cases, what do we really know about the hundreds of acquisitions? Are they different from buyouts made by other large acquirers in the tech sector? These other large acquirers being either other technology companies or private equity firms. Until recently, the comparison between the two types of acquisitions those of GAFAM and those of other large acquirers was a rather difficult thing because the traditional categories of tech sectors and subsectors were not very detailed. So it was therefore very difficult to know whether the acquisitions of GAFAM related more than the others to companies with very similar activities or, on the contrary, with activities that had nothing to do. This is precisely this subject that researchers have looked into in an NBER paper published in January 2022. And these researchers have used an S&P Global Market Intelligence database in which are listed all the acquisitions in the tech sector since the beginning of the 2000s. The authors of this study came to five main conclusions. Firstly, over the period 2010 to 2020, the GAFAMs carried out on average more acquisitions in the tech sector than the other large acquirers, and they absorbed companies that were on average younger and much more often B2C focused. Second conclusion, since 2018, the number of acquisitions per firm in the tech sector has been higher on average for the 25 largest private equity firms than for the GAFAMs. Third conclusion, the companies purchased by the GAFAM are less concentrated in terms of sectors than those purchased by other large acquirers, in particular because the GAFAMs have a strategy of acquiring companies in a slightly different activity and less often of companies in the same activity. This is what is known as an acquire adjacent and then expense strategy. Fourth conclusion, over time, the GAFAMs and other large acquirers are buying more and more companies in the same subcategories. Finally, fifth conclusion, 
When the GAFAM purchase companies in a category of activity, this obviously does not at all prevent other large buyers from making acquisition in the same category. In other words, this tech acquisition would not protect GAFAM from competition. In the end, the offers indicate that lawmakers must therefore, in their possible projects of antitrust reforms in the tech sector, focus on GAFAM, but also on other large acquirers, such as the other technology companies or private equity firms. They also insist on the fact that the presence of GAFAM in a subsector would not automatically put an end to competition, since there is generally competition between buyers in the same subsectors. In short, the subject of merger and acquisition in the tech sector seems more complex than what some press articles suggest and will clearly remain in the news for some time. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon. All comments and analysis reflect CPR AM views on market conditions and its evolution, according to information known at the time. As a result of the simplified nature of the information contained in this document, that information is necessarily partial and incomplete.